This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Okay, the beginning of this week's parsha, new safe for a fresh start. Excited to learn together parsha Shmos. The pasuk says in this week's parsha, Ve'ela Shmos b'nei Yisrael, Habayim Yitzrayma, Eis Yaakov, Ish Uvesu Ba'u. These are the names of the children of Israel who came down to Mitzrayim, Yaakov, and his household. The Medrash Tanchuma asks a very obvious question, one I never noticed before. The Medrash asks the following question that Rav Druk quotes in his state for the Ishtamid. The Medrash is bothered by the Lashon of Haboim Mitzrayma. Haboim Mitzrayma is Lashon Hovet, present tense. Says the Medrash, they didn't just come down to Mitzrayim right now. They came down to Mitzrayim quite a few years ago. Says the Medrash, Haboim Mitzrayim. Did they come down this just now, today? They came down many days earlier. What should have been the correct language that the Torah employed? Asher Ba'u Mitzrayim. That they came... Already before to Mitzrayim. What a boyim that they came right now. But it says that afterwards. Boom. No, but that doesn't answer why it's a, it makes the question stronger, not better, not, not weaker. Now you're changing tenses within the same right. pasuk? Right. Does it make sense? Right. Says the Medrash. We're going to give three answers. One from the Medrash, one from the Druk, Rav Druk, and one from yours truly. We'll see how it works out. Okay. Look, what, look what the Medrash says. Ella. We know, you'll see the Rachaim HaKadosh, you see Rachaim Shmulevitz, amazing insights. But says the Medrash, we know that while Yosef and his brothers and that entire generation was alive, they did not enslave the Jewish people. Why? Again, there are different explanations. Why? Beautiful explanations. But we know, based on the Pesach, the fact that the Torah enumerated each stage shows that there was no Sheba, there was no enslavement until the demise, until the entire generation had left this world. Says the Medrash, Says the Medrash, the reason why the Torah uses the word Habayim now, even though really they had arrived in Mitzrayim many years earlier, was because while Yosef and his brothers were alive, there was no Sheba in Mitzrayim. There was no enslavement. Mitzrayim was synonymous with the slavery, with the fact that they were going to be Meshubah, they were going to be enslaved to the Mitzrayim. And since until this very moment, they were free people, and it was only after Yosef had died that now, so to speak, they've arrived in Mitzrayim, meaning they've arrived and now they're going to be enslaved. So the Torah uses the word Habayim present. It's true they technically from a regional locale, had arrived in Mitzrayim many years earlier. But in, in terms of their status within the climate of Egypt, that dramatically changed. That dramatically changed. And so Habayim Mitzrayim is there to connote, to indicate, to help us understand they arrived in the Mitzrayim. We now know what Mitzrayim is, which is this enslaved uh, area that the Jewish people were forced to endure. That's the Medrash's suggestion. Okay, nice idea. Comes Rav Druk. Rav Druk has a home run every time. Rav Yisrael Meir Druk, I highly recommend if you do not have his Svarim, 
He did not pay me for this PR message. I highly recommend. He actually has two sets of Svarim. He has Svarim on the Parsha and all of the Moadim. And then he also has Svarim in Lumdis. I happen to really, really enjoy all of his Svarim on Machshava. Strongly, strongly encourage people to make it part of their Sifri, their library. Says Rav Druk. Read it with me. He says, it's, it's, it's a wonder me quotes the Yemedrish. Second paragraph. I'd like to suggest, says Rav Druk, an alternative explanation of what the word Habayim, which seems to be grammatically incorrect, how to understand Habayim in present tense. Sharei B'nei Yisrael lo nishtaku b'mitzrayim. B'nei Yisrael, even when they resided temporarily in Mitzrayim, they did not immerse themselves in the culture. V'chol ha'es hirgishu atzmam kingeim. They always made sure to make themselves feel as though they were foreigners. As we say, he never intended, and the message he passed on to his descendants is that this is not where we belong. We're going to reside here temporarily, but we're always going to ensure that we feel unsettled. We're always going to fear that feel that we don't really belong here. He always... Uh, in, in, inculcated, he always ensured, indoctrinated his descendants that this is not where we're supposed to be and we're simply having a temporary residence. They weren't permanent. Oh, says Rav Druk. Now you understand what the word ba'im means. Says Rav Druk, you know why it was in present tense? Because Yaakov Avino our Zayda communicated to each one of his children and by extension their children and their children that every single day that we're in Gullis, we have to feel as though we just arrived. We have to feel as though it's a temporary dwelling. We can't get too comfortable. We can't get too settled. We can't fool ourselves in thinking this is the gold of the Medina, even America. We can't ever allow ourselves to feel that way. We have to constantly be in the mindset of Habayim. Every day we have just arrived. Every single day has got to be temporary. Every day we got to be a little bit uncomfortable. Constantly reminding ourselves, this is not where we're supposed to be. We might need to be here for Parnassah reasons. Perhaps we need to be here for Chinuch, for working for Klal Yisrael reasons. There are a million reasons. Some are more rationalized than others, but there are a million reasons out there. But we shouldn't dare for a moment forget that the ultimate goal, the ultimate objective is being an Eretz Yisrael with the base HaMikdash. Habayim says Rav Druk is a reminder that every day they were in Mitzrayim, it was as if they had just arrived that very day. You know, it was a very scary, it was a very scary Meshachachma. Um, I don't know if you ever seen it. The Meshachachma, I think it was in Parshish B'chu Kosai. Of uh, Mayor Simcha Dvinsk, lives in, I believe, the late 1800s, mid to late 1800s. Rav Mayor Simcha Dvinsk writes in Parshas Bichukosai. Parshas Bichukosai. By the Tolchacha, Rabbi Brand. He writes prophetically, scary. You know this, this Meshachachma. He writes, there are people who are living in Germany who call Berlin mini Yerushalayim. And there's going to come a point in time where they're going to be spit out like the Tolchacha tells us it will happen. We have to remind ourselves, Baruch Hashem, 
God forbid I'm never going to compare Germany to where we are right now. We have freedom of religion, freedom of speech, anti-Semitism on the rise, on the rise. But Baruch Hashem, we're able to live comfortably and have the amenities to be able to be Shomrei Torah Mitzvahs in a very pure Tamimistic way. But we shouldn't dare for a moment think to ourselves that what we're experiencing is L'Chathchila. It's not L'Chathchila. We belong in Eretz Yisrael. Not the Eretz Yisrael just that we have now, but the Eretz Yisrael with the Binyan Beis HaMikdash. We should be reminding ourselves that we too are Habotim. We too are unsettled. I don't care how many years you've lived here. I don't care how many years you've been in America for. We are still Habayim. And we can't ever forget that approach. We can't ever forget that at the end of the day, we, we are meant to be in Eretz Yisrael. That's of Druk's suggestion. But I want to share with you a third idea. I'm very excited about it. You'll let me know. I know some of you would definitely let me know. Okay? If it's emistic, I think it is. Something I thought of over Shabbos, Shabbos afternoon. I look usually Shabbos afternoon after the daf. I sit down, okay, what am I going to speak about on Monday? And I came up with, I think, as a shtigl chiddish about another way to interpret the word haboim. You let me know what you think. Parsha's bow. Two weeks from now, Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu, Bo el paro. You translate the words Bo el paro as come to paro. Everybody wants to ask the obvious question. You know Loshan HaKodesh, yeah? When you say somebody should go somewhere, what word should you use? Lech El Paro. Bo El Paro. Lech means to leave from here and go there. Bo means you came from there to come here. Why is Hashem saying Bo El Paro? So the Kotzka Rebbe, says something unbelievable. He says, you want to know why Hashem used the word Bo? To teach Moshe Rabbeinu, by extension, all of us, the following lesson. Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, I'm everywhere. Whether you're here or whether you're there, you should know I'm going to be with you every step of the way. You think I'm sending you on shlichus as an agent to go speak to Paro and you're going to go by yourself? I'm going to be with you here. I'm going to be with you in the palace. I'm going to be with you when you can perform the Makos. I'm going to be with you when you leave Mitzrayim and give the Torah. Bo El Paro. I'm going to be with you when you leave here. And guess what? I'm going to be with you when you arrive in the palace as well. You're not departing from my presence. I'm simply going to accompany you. It reminds me of that famous Vart. When my uh, my brother-in-law was, was very sick from cancer 20 plus years ago. And he was in the hospital getting treatment. So one of the Rosh Yeshiva, I don't remember which one of Chavetz Chaim told him, and I tell this word to my students all the time, we say the words in Baruch She'amar, Baruch Gozer Umekayim. Baruch Gozer Umekayim. Typically the word Gozer decree has a negative connotation. We don't talk normally about Xeros Tovos. We typically talk about Xeros Ra'os, negative decrees. So one second, says this Rashi, I don't remember who it was, who says, Baruch Gozer, we're going to bless Hashem for giving us negative decrees Umekayim. And oh, and by the way, thank you so much Hashem for also fulfilling them. We're thanking Hashem, we're blessing Hashem for that. So this Rosh Hashiva says, no, 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 the word Mekayim can mean fulfill, but the word Mekayim can also mean sustain. Baruch Gozer, blessed is you Hashem, who unfortunately sometimes have to decree against us. But even when you're decreeing against us, what are you doing the entire time? You're the Mekayim. You're sustaining us. You're holding our hand every step of the way. That's Bo El Paro. 
And that's the Kutzker in Parsha's bow. Here's what I believe to be shot in this Pasuk in our Parsha. The Pasuk says, Ve'elishmos b'nei Yisrael, Haba'im mitzrayma. Why Haba'im in present tense? Because now that they're in the Golos, perhaps somebody could conclude, Hashem said, have a nice day. As you cross the border of Eretz Yisrael into Egypt, you're on your own. Says the Torah, Haba'im mitzrayma. The same way Bo El Paro, Hashem is telling Moshe, I'm with you every step of the way. When you enter into Golis, don't you ever think Hashem is leaving you behind. Don't you ever think Hashem is turning his back on us. We left Hashem. He's behind us in Eretz Yisrael. We're stuck in the Golis all by ourselves with nowhere to turn. No. Haboim in the present tense. Hashem, Bo, Hashem is with us every step of the way, whether in a gullus in reality, like we're experiencing right now, or the proverbial gullus, when sometimes in our own personal lives, we experience choshech, we don't know where to turn, one shouldn't ever think they're by themselves. No. Haboim mitzrayim. Hashem tells us from the, from the get-go. First time we're going into gullus as a nation. I want you to know, and I'm going to set the tone for every subsequent gullus on a national level. And every personal gospel we're going to experience on our own. You should always know, Haboim, I will be with you. And I will hold your hand every step of the way. It's a powerful message. It's a powerful message we need to communicate to ourselves, to our spouses. It's a powerful message we need to communicate to our children and our grandchildren as we continue to languish in the Golos on a national level and on a personal level to realize HaKadosh Baruch Hu is everywhere. We just have to tap into him. I'll close with this. There's a great story. Story is told about the Kutzker Rebbe. He once turns to his Hasidim and he says to his Hasidim, No, where can Hashem be found? And the Hasidim were bewildered. They were dumbfounded. The Rebbe is asking, where can Hashem be found? They didn't know what to answer. So he said, Rebbe, where can Hashem be found? And the Kutzker Rebbe said, wherever you let him in. Wherever you let him in. Why present tense? To teach that, yes, they left Eretz Canaan, Eretz so many years earlier, but you should realize every single day in the present, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is with us every step of the way. I bench us all that we should continue to keep our eyes open, our eyes peeled, to see the Ashkoch HaShem, to see the power and the intervention that HaShem is doing in our lives on a daily basis. So that we too can realize on a daily basis that we, like Moshe Rabbeinu, Boal Paro, we, like Klai Yisrael, Haboim Mitzrayimah, Hashem is with us every step of the way. Thank you so much.